Welcome to another episode of Island Turtle Talk presented by Balmy Spirit. I'm Island Turtle. You can see I have a guest with me today, Ashley Jagmohan. Um, and before we get started today, I really wanted to uh, call in Spirit Team and help to contain the space before we get started. So if you're listening or you're watching, by all means, follow along with this. If you're driving, please pay attention to driving. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and get started into this. I call upon the animal spirits, the elementals, our ancestors, our guides, our guardians, our star family, angels and archangels, and gods and goddesses who support us on our path and in this present moment and support the collective. I also call upon anyone that I have failed to mention who supports us in love, in joy, in truth, integrity, and divinity. I call upon the gold ray of the Christ consciousness to bathe us in that golden ray and ground us into the space, ground us into this present moment as we move into this exchange of energy with all of you. Aho. Aho. Now Ashley will take us into deeper into the space and we will get started from there. If you're not already, gently close your eyes. Connect to the flow of your breath. And with focus on our exhales, exhaling out anything you did before this. Exhaling out anything you got going on later. Clearing and letting go of any conversations, places, or situations that may have snagged your energy. Clearing everything out. So it's just us here together, wherever you are. Shifting our focus to our inhales and connecting to a moment where you felt incredible love, whether that's love that you received, love that you shared, love for where you were or what you were doing love for self, 
And as you inhale, breathing in all of this incredible love. With each breath, allowing this love to fill up your body, flow through your vessel, and wrap around you so that you are filled with and held in this beautiful love. Gently shifting our awareness to our root chakra at the base of the spine. And visualizing and sending our roots down into the earth. With every breath, our roots grow deeper and deeper down into the depths of the earth. And feeling the presence of great mother earth reaching back up to hold us here. We thank you, great mother, for your guidance, protection, and support. In this space, throughout our days, and through each and every moment of our lives. Allowing an aspect of yourself to stay here, held by Earth Mother, and gently welcoming your energy to move through your central channel, up to your crown, And from our crown, sending greetings and gratitude to all of the benevolent beings, physical and non-physical, who support our individual earth and soul journeys. Thank you. May this space be a tribute to truth, love, joy, and the greatest good of all.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley, for that. That was really nice. No, no, no. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just excited. <laughs> it's okay. I know. I'm just now I'm all relaxed. Uh, so uh, Ashley Jagmohan is a, is a dear friend of, I'm like, I want to keep my eyes closed, uh, is, a de- <laughs> is a dear friend of mine who I've gotten to deepen my relationship with this last year. And it's just been amazing and beautiful. And I just feel very grateful that you get to, you know, we get to be in each other's realities, I think is a good way to say that. Um, Ashley does tea ceremony. Uh, she's a ceremonialist, uh, really at, at, at your core, I would say, and also yeah. a very, very strong channel. Um, I don't think a lot of people, uh, well, mainstream wise, are probably not aware of what tea ceremonies are. So I was wondering if you could dive into explaining tea ceremony and, and all it encompasses and, and all of that, if you could take us through that. I would love to. Um, So when we think of tea, we normally think of like hibiscus, lavender, chamomile. Um, These are more herbal infusions. When we drink tea for ceremony, we're drinking the tea tree, which is the Camellia sinensi plant. Um, The lineage of tea that I study is Cha Dao, which comes from ancient shamanic Taoism um, and Tibetan Buddhism. And when we drink tea in ceremony, Um, it really opens us up to connect to nature, to ourselves and to the infinite universe. So in a tea ceremony, we all sit together in silence and we serve several rounds of tea. And through drinking the tea, it allows us to really open up and feel whatever we need to feel in those moments. Um, Tea is adaptogenic. She's intuitive. She's intelligent. So she works through us for whatever we need in those moments. So that sometimes that can be like tears, that could be grounding, that could be downloads or visions. Um, It's whatever you need in that moment. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that's the piece of tea but it's it's really such a special practice and um where I feel like a lot of meditation prior to when I discovered tea I would try to sit and like be quiet and like do the things but there was just so much going on that it was hard for me to really like tune into myself and because tea is such a yin spirit um it really allows you to have this thing that you're doing, um, drinking the tea that takes you deeper and deeper within yourself. So it's really like a journey that you go on um, through your inner world as you drink tea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love sitting in tea ceremony with you. I've only sat with, I think just two poop, two people, excuse me, uh, you and Christina, as far as sitting in tea ceremony. Um, and I'd love to like, you know, keep keep doing that as a practice even though it's like you know obviously it's being facilitated by you um I really do like it it's very it's a very gentle way like you were saying that yin spirit of of journeying really uh and I know everyone's experience is so different and you know me I'm always like (laughs) I'm always journeying (laughs) um so it's a softer way for me to do that which I really like um and I remember you telling me too, because it's like, you know, every time you 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 bring out a tea, it's like from a different place and a different year. 
And I just, I don't know. I just think that's very cool that like you have these different sort of magics coming in, right? Like into the ceremony from just from where they are and when they are, just so fascinating. Yeah, like some people collect aged wines. I collect aged teas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, it, it's it's just so cool. Like you said, each of them having their own energy, their own spirit and um, getting to know tea and getting to know myself through getting to know tea has just been like the greatest blessing of my life. Yeah. And I think it's a good one for like people who haven't done ceremony at all before and they don't yeah. like know what they're getting into because it is so gentle and like all encompassing because some people, you know, they come to me and they they want to like do an ayahuasca ceremony or what have you. And it's like, yeah, tea, tea's good. Tea, tea's a good like for all ages and demographics, I think. Yeah, like tea. Tea isn't psychoactive. So it is a plant medicine, but unlike ayahuasca or cannabis or mushrooms or, you know, all of the things, um, tea is so gentle that it like, you could just sit there and drink tea and leave grounded and it's going to do something for your spirit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, the topic of plant medicines alone, I feel like we, we've, well, we've already talked about together for hours and hours. Um, and I've talked a lot about it a lot, like here on the channel as well. Just, yeah, the, this like strong desire for people to get into like the psychoactive plant medicines versus like literally all other plants that are around us, right? They're all medicines in their own way. Um, sitting this morning, that was something else that kept coming to me was that they are medicines, but they're all, they're spirits. Like first before medicine, they are spirits. Um, so something for me to like, I think I'm just saying it out loud because it needs to be said. Um, but yeah, to treat, like treat them and look at them as spirits. Cause I also experience the other side. I think we all do the other side of that in the collective where people are very quick to almost discount plant medicines because they've also been misused really and kind of misunderstood and like discounting the fact that they are literally spirits in their own right yeah I'm um, reading a book right now called braiding sweetgrass which I told you about and like highly recommend it's um full of indigenous wisdom and teachings from plants and um she talks a lot just in the way that she talks about the earth and plants there's just so much reverence and respect for these plants plants as like friends and teachers and um and my own journey you know I have dealt with addiction and abusing substance and um had to like cut myself off from doing it whatsoever um so that now I guess <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't like right relationship with it all you know, and, you know, there's definitely still like moments where I uh, teeter totter with cannabis, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but just being fully honest. Um, yeah. With, you know, <laughs> um, but it's, it's a practice, right? Just like with everything in life is like a practice that we get to learn from and grow from. Yeah. And it's funny as you were taught, as you mentioned the, like you teeter totter with cannabis, like the whole spirit thing came back. Um, so I was being nudged to, to mention that, you know, spirits also like to play right? It's like, you know, spirits obviously are there to like, to do their thing and to teach wisdom. And, you know, they all got their own roles and jobs to do, but they're mm -hmm. also spirits. And like, all spirits are also here to also enjoy and partake. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I mean, obviously, it doesn't even need to be said that clearly there's like a balance to everything. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, just reflecting on the way that you 
like saying it like that it's like tea for me is like that opportunity for me to like deeply connect and like be still and um to write my poetry whatever but where like cannabis is like oh I'm gonna have some fun I'm gonna like dance around and like make some art and uh, yeah. play yeah yeah, yeah. definitely um it's funny because talking about plant medicines well you you already know just from our friendship that I've I've worked with specific plant medicines like more closely more directly in that sort of right that focus going deep within and, and really learning from them sort of a way and of all the plant medicines I've worked with I think the only one that really puts me in that state of like like dancing is is psilocybin actually mm-hmm. um which is, I don't know, it's interesting because when I do work with these plant medicines, especially ceremonially, I'm much more about like grounding the energy. And so, well, you know, so I just kind of like, <laughs> I close my eyes like, and I, I'm just like, I just, I just go in. Um, but psilocybin, the last time I sat with psilocybin, um, I definitely like had to get up and dance and all this dragon, well, I told you all this like dragon energy, like came out so I don't know just very very interesting for people who work with plant medicines in that way yeah yeah Yeah. um this morning when I was sitting outside for tea before we came here I um saw this bird land on uh the property and it just looked like a dragon I was like oh cool of course (laughs) (laughs) of course yeah dragons were coming up this morning in my practice too and we're right Chinese New Year too we're entering the year of the dragon I think the whole collective has been feeling that dragon energy so I'm just curious as to like how that's gonna develop over time uh have you been getting like more like downloads about dragons or anything like that honestly not specifically no um but just like tuning into it right now, for me, I feel like embracing my dragon this year is embracing mm-hmm. my fire and like, you know, like being big and not caring. <laughs> like if people see me, just like letting my letting my dragon out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So there's so many things coming up to mention that I'm like, oh, no, those are pri- those are private things that we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, you know, and, you know, for my journey as well, like with dragon energy, it's taken me a little bit to get like receptive to dragon energy, you know, just being totally transparent for those who are watching, because I know a lot of people are really into dragons. Um, and then when we sat with T, when you were, you know, when we were last together, um, mm-hmm. And my, my dragon came out to like help me. And I was like, oh, okay. Like that was kind of, I think the final like cementing of like, it's okay to work with dragon energy for me in that way. So, and, but very different than like fire, right? (laughs) Yeah. As you're talking about your connection to dragon energy, my heart is just like fluttering. (laughs) (laughs) It's taking me a little while. It's taking me a bit, but I'm, I'm there. I'm definitely there. Um, and I've been trying to call on her more and it's, it's, it's still, I'm still getting to know her. I'm definitely still getting to know her. So we'll see, we'll see how that unfolds as we enter the year of the dragon. Um, but also, I mean, everyone knows that I'm a channel, but I also mentioned that you're a channel as well. And people can probably already tell we're getting like downloads already. Um, but if you could also talk about your experience with channeling and how you work with channeling currently, uh, for people as well, I think would be interesting. Okay. Um, Well, when I'm channeling, I receive visual, audible, um, sensory information. And um, sometimes I just know when, I don't know how I'd be known, but I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, 
just like how we dropped in today. I normally drop us in just so we're both meeting at that like grounded heart open space. And then um, I let things flow. So sometimes I'll be talking from me. Sometimes I'll be talking from angel, uh, guide, ancestor, whoever wants to show up for that person based on their intentions um, or what they need in those moments. And um, yeah, whenever we're done, I will close it down with a little closing prayer to just like secure the space. And um, we talk about it to like have clarity if anything came up and yeah. Yeah. So that's how my one-on-one sessions go. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Yeah. Channeling is like, I don't know. I, I love channeling. I do. I love channeling. I, and I sometimes, um, how do I want to say this? There's like specific words that want to come out for this. I want to like make sure I get the right words. Uh, I think when people want to pursue channeling, I think they run into a lot of challenges. And I think sometimes also maybe run into situations, particularly with other people that may not be so great. Um, So if you, if you have any advice to give anybody out there who like wants to pursue channeling or they think they're a channel and they're not sure, you know, I think some just insight into your own experience with, you know, what you could provide to people would be helpful. Yeah. Well, I feel like everybody is a channel in their own right. Right. So like if you are in a flow state, that to me is channeling. So whether you're creating art in that space or you're moving in that space or you're singing in that space, that's channeling some kind of energy. Um, I always like to set the space before I open myself up, Um, you know, calling in protection, calling in beings of love, um, just to be clear in myself and with what's coming through. And because I do that, I feel like it allows me to feel more comfortable with whatever is coming through. Um, But I feel like when I start to like question it or like doubt it then it like will kind of stop or it kind of gets like um sticky I guess is the way that you could say it yeah um where a I it's like that's when I come back in and it's not like spirit flowing through me but um I don't know I feel like when it comes to channeling um of course you can decide that you want to be a channel and pursue it um but I do feel like when it's the right time for things to emerge, they just will. Um, like in my own experience with channeling, I was highly interested in it. I thought it was really cool. And like, I loved listening to channelers and um, I got a book called Opening to Channeling. I think it's called Open to Channel or Opening to Channeling. It doesn't matter. Um, by Sanaya Roman, I believe. And um, I was reading that book while I was on a cross-country road trip. And um, can I... Yeah, my, yeah, okay. yeah. We're here to talk. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes my stories are like these little legs of synchronicity, so they don't make sense to the end, but whatever, it doesn't matter. So um long story, a little bit shorter. <laughs> I'm gonna try. Um I had watched this super activating movie and um that night had planned a trip with my roommate at the time, Sam. And um The next morning I was at my altar, shuffling my cards, asking the universe, you know, do you have any messages for me? And as I'm shuffling these cards, asking, do you have any messages for me? Sam knocks on my door and says, Hey, I was just meditating. And like your guides came and said, they want to talk to you. (laughs) And I I was like, Whoa. Okay. Um, and you know, a little bit time passes. We end up going on this trip, had a, um, 
near-death experience in the woods where we had to call the fire department and get saved and um, very beautiful experiences as well. But when we finally got to the destination um, that we had planned that night that I saw the movie, we had asked, you know, why we almost died in the woods. And our, our whole thing going on the trip was like the internal world was going to mirror the external world. So we're like, what's going on within us for us to like almost die? And um, Sam has and is already a gifted channeler. So she started asking and when um, we're receiving this information, I felt this feeling kind of like stir in my stomach and I felt like I wanted to talk. And Sam was like, they want you to channel actually. And um, her and her guides actually like led me through the process of like letting go and letting spirit flow through me. Um, so I guess that's my initiation into channeling. So I had already had the desire to do it. I was like studying a little bit, doing some practices on how I could do it. And um, in the perfect timing, it happened. So I, I feel like just allowing yourself to move at the pace that your soul wants to move at, mm -hmm. that like having that co-creation with spirit where you're just like in flow with it and not pushing it would probably be the best way to, I guess, make it happen or to just like have that, have that harmony for it to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you, you and I are always on the same page. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Anything that's in flow and a natural state of like, of just energetic fluctuation is just how things are and just how things are moving and grooving. Um, and I definitely think, you know, obviously if you want to nurture anything, putting work into it is always a good idea. Um, but yeah, I do find like sometimes people like just want to do it but then there, there's energetic resistance because maybe they're not supposed to right so it's like so I think there's there's always that um but yeah I feel like people who are channels and like they're just in that flow of it it just it's just happening it's just <laughs> it's just it's just happening yeah yeah and like sometimes I say stuff to people and I have no idea why I said it but it's like like they're they're so taken aback and I'm just like okay <laughs> You yeah. know, we're we're just like you said, we're just in it. We're just at that space. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny as we're talking about channeling, my headphones are like being all weird and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. sorry, hold on. Okay, <laughs> I think we're I'm like, like trying to quiet my burp. <laughs> oh no, you're you're fine. You're fine. I get shaman burps all the. Well, you know, I get shaman burps all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I've definitely been having a lot of weird stuff going on, like hearing wise. Well, you and you bore witness to, to some of that too. Um, and I know it's just like something I'm going through with like my upper chakras, but I definitely think collectively there there's a lot going on there just because of the year that we're moving into and all of these like air ether sound elemental energies frequencies that we're all moving into um if you if anyone doesn't know what i'm talking about that's okay i'll probably talk about it another point sent down the line randomly um but but yeah yeah anyway sorry try not to get distracted by that no it's it's um it's interesting this morning I woke up and I felt like I like something was like vibrating somewhere in my house so <laughs> I, I and it, I had actually dreamt that we were together like what well, we were actually together oh. we went up yeah um and we were like trying to find this like wand thing I don't know it was cool but um I woke up and I like heard all these vibrations and I was actually like searching my house to see if I could find the source of it and I couldn't <laughs> 
And um, like the closest I got was when I got to like that big window to go outside. So it, it was like, I guess it's just the energy of earth is what I was hearing or something. Yeah, I love that sound. I love that sound. I love when I can hear just the earth, you know, and when all the other crazy noises like start to dissipate. Um, excuse me. I've definitely been hearing weird noises too. I guess you could, I guess in a way they're kind of vibrations, but yeah, I've been hearing a lot, a lot of weird noises too, but I also live in Sedona. Weird things happen at night. I like, oh, there go my headphones again. Um, <laughs> uh, weird things happen at like three in the morning, two in the morning. And it's just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. there I see I get it yeah. yeah yeah um the other day Riley and I were talking Riley's my partner um and I I can't remember what we were talking about but there was like a huge bang in the attic and, and like because things happen like that so often in our lives it's just like okay that's a confirmation yeah <laughs> what is that? I don't know but it's a confirmation <laughs> yeah 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 and you said we were hanging out in dream time or ast or astraling last night mm -hmm. um I definitely had some weird weird dream time uh, I want to say more early this morning. So I wouldn't be surprised if I was asking with you because I woke up with that feeling of like, you've been like working all night, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But yours sounds way more pleasant than what I <laughs> what I, what I recall from my own dream time experience. Oh, um, well, I mentioned the pleasant parts, but we were working. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so maybe what I saw was like a part two to whatever we did. Cause it was weird. It was like, it kind of was a memory but it almost like a parallel timeline sort of parallel reality sort of deal almost like it felt like modern times but there were things that were futuristic it's like a weird word to use but futuristic and some things that almost felt very antiquated like there were like kind of like the old ways of like markets and like plazas right where there's just like all these people who are just like selling food and all these things and it's just kind of the way of life but it was very like modernized and I, I feel like I'm hearing farmer's markets. I'm like, I know we have those things, but you know what I mean, right? Where it's like everyone just congregated like in a central place and just did everything in that central place. So there's a lot of that going on. And like, and there was this, again, the whole, I've had this whole theme of like veiling of people. It's a thing. Um, and this dude was like, I, I needed a key from him, I guess, to get into a room. And like, so I was like tailing him and like talking to him, but he like refused to give it to me. And then we we went into this space and like in this, like in that market. And I was talking to this lady and it was about this whole key situation. And she gave me something to like rectify the situation, but it was like a powder. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. It felt like I said, parallel timeline, past life weirdness just weirdness and I I looked very different I definitely had a different body in whatever that was <laughs> so interesting um part of it reminds me of kind of like I guess what you and I both desire in a way of like having that kind of community that can come together where we have these kinds of marketplaces um where there's the magic woman with the powdered herbs <laughs> to help rectify whatever we're going through yeah she's like here just just take this just take this I was like okay like as I was taking it he like vanished and I had to like catch up with him but yeah it was it was weird um but def yeah definitely we both crave that kind of communal way of life and I definitely think that's where well I'm not going to say the whole collective is headed but there's there's a chunk of the collective there's a timeline of the collective that I think is definitely heading there 
and it's gonna be very exciting for whoever that plays out for um sorry so many things just came it's like dee, dee, dee. um <laughs> another thing I've been reflecting on that I really reflected on this in this morning practice um oh they just took it from me it's <laughs> like like oh maybe I'm not supposed to talk about it um <laughs> yeah I was like oh okay let me think of another way to talk about it with this year coming up there did you just hear that mm-hmm. <laughs> uh with this year coming up I could there's it's all about choices. There's a, well, there's a lot of themes about come this upcoming year, but choices seem to be the biggest thing. And even as I've been talking to other people about what they're tuning into 2024, everyone almost seems to have a, a completely different take on it, which I think has been kind of different than previous years. So it's almost like I'm feeling this, these branching out again of all these different timelines, like kind of how we had four years ago of there was like a massive divergence of, I want to say like maybe like two, three collectives this year feels almost like like seven eight like mm-hmm. exponentially more of what people are going to be perceiving and experiencing so it's gonna be interesting how that plays out um but choices are definitely at the core of that along with all these other themes right of using our throat our expression how we're learning um how open we are to other people and building with other people um and how much we're living in the old versus the new so it's gonna be interesting how this year plays out <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm definitely excited especially with like some of our plans both individually and together and yeah yeah you yeah you and I got a lot of plans so anybody who's, who's watching listening um definitely keep your eyes peeled for some things that could be coming out this year um that Ashley's doing individually that I'm doing individually and that we are also doing together um we already did a little project together um of the astrology posters so a lot of you already know I did astrology posters. So Ashley actually inspired me to do that. Ashley does a moon count. <laughs> well, you did. I mean, let's be real. You did, you know, and it was just very natural. It was like, I think literally within a matter of minutes, it was like poster, ooh, astrology poster. And then we just planned it out and we're like, okay, we'll do it. And it was like, just easy. Well, mm-hmm. the, the wishing it into existence was easy. <laughs> I'll say it that way. Um, but Ashley does a moon calendar every year. And so we decided to do this as like a sister project. So we have these individual calendars, but they go really, really well together. And so Ashley's been putting together the way, a way we can like actually, you know, have them available as a bundle for anybody who wants them as a bundle. Um, so just keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, so there's that. And Ashley and I have also talked about doing a couple of retreats this year that I'm very excited about. I we'll we'll give more details as like planning gets underway but yeah those are things those are things that are getting worked out in the sphere I'm excited (laughs) yeah no I am too I'm very excited um especially because also me and Ashley are going to be holding ceremony together for people and I think that's something individually we've wanted to do well you've already been doing it you you've you've been doing it um (laughs) But now I, I, now it's like a chance for me to like really work on that skill set of mine just as a shaman and as a medicine woman. And then to do it together just feels so like yummy. Yummy, I think is a good word for it. Yeah. And like in our friendship, just us sharing ceremony with one another, we've both like learned so much and grown so much. And just having that like space held for each other has just been like so beautiful. It, it really has. It really has. And 
I don't want to get like too into the emotion too into the emotions of it because you know how I am uh, <laughs> I get really carried away with my emotions in a good way it's a it's gift it's uh, <laughs> yeah it's just it's me it's just who I am um but to experience that in a way where I think both of us never thought we could mm-hmm. you know and then to have mm-hmm. it just like be happening and we didn't have to like think about it it's just like yeah it just it just happened and we have yeah. grown a lot and so this year the growth is probably going to be exponential mm-hmm. and I I love how like just easy our relationship and friendship has been um where like you know we lived in community together this year we and did. like I we we both prior to had sworn off ever living with other people <laughs> <laughs> um but just like the level of like respect and love for one another just made like it just makes everything so easy <laughs> the, it, the love yeah. the respect and the integrity I feel like is what makes it all so easy yes definitely I and like you said never ever thought I could live with anyone honestly like I did have one relationship in the last what 10 years was okay when's the last time I actually lived with people no it's been more than 10 years so it's been more than a decade that since I actually like lived with people who weren't family right and then I had one relationship that like it was a really not great experience living with another person um but yeah I like I wasn't I wasn't really like afraid to do it like when it presented itself it was like okay yeah okay like this makes (laughs) this just makes sense this just makes sense and it was really easy and it was really fun it like more than anything it was also just really fun to like Mm -hmm. live with people who were also magic and then there was that just shared like like friendship and love in that soul family kind of a way. Well, we talked about this recently where it was made very clear to me and I already knew, I knew, right? But I didn't know, but I knew um, that it is a divine love through friendship and soul family. And it's like, like how beautiful is that? Like, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's like, we got to have the moments of like incredible ceremony. And then we also had the moments of just like getting to watch like our favorite TV show together, like having like those family moments. So it was like full spectrum family and friendship. Making dinner together, like, yeah, yeah all the things. And we had our like our morning practices, which I, I also loved because it was like, because you and I had our own individual, we have our very like individual ways of, of doing our magic and medicine, which is needed which actually that's something that I I did want to like pick your brain about or have you just kind of like free flow it's like what's the word for that free flow on Mm -hmm. um the uniqueness of everyone's magic and how important it is to really honor that right it's like what really works best for you and then as you start getting into the realm of doing magic with other people right how does that how does that look and how does that meld and it's like and even you and I it's like we already know that we're like figuring it out excuse me shaman burps <laughs> um and so it's nice to have a friendship where where we know we are different and so it's like as we're just like trying things out and then we're like we need to adjust here or there we can just do it and it's not like a weird like thing like it doesn't get weird it just is like yeah you know what I mean you know what I'm trying to say I feel like every yeah. time I talk to Ashley I like my words leave me because I feel like I can just like <laughs> look at her and she knows what I'm what I'm thinking um but yeah the embracing of everyone's unique magic I think is so important and like well again we've talked about this for days just in the spiritual community how people just keep trying to do what other people are doing and it doesn't serve anyone it doesn't serve anyone because it's like we're not we're not supposed to just follow each other 
right like we're meant to forge our own path and like be guided by like our own heart and our own desires and um <laughs> where do I even go from there that's, really, <laughs> that's what it comes down to is it's, it's about like like being in tune with yourself and what like you really want and like what your heart really wants and what your soul wants to say um and I feel like there's so much distortion in just the way that things have been done and the way that even like communities connect where it's like you know a lot of the spiritual community I'm like okay do I want to talk about this like hey, a, a we're, we're, we're here to talk we're you know I talk about a lot of things here, here. Yeah. here like a lot of spiritual community and like don't get me wrong I've definitely participated in them and like have like have had a, like a lot of fun and joyous experiences but it's so much about like cacao and aesthetic dance and like breath work and it's like everybody's just doing like the same thing but like and and yes you can like learn these things and participate these things and it brings so much like wealth and richness to like your life and like what you're doing and 100 i can say that all of those things bring richness to my life um but we each have like our own individual offerings that we can bring to the world and like I feel like you can only discover that through really building an intentional connection with yourself and like with what you want and what you desire and like looking at your past, feeling into your future. Um, I like my other than tea, <laughs> one, of, <laughs> one of my favorite practices is journaling um, because it's just like a little book that I get to have, like that's just for me and like me talking to me and like, you know, I say everything I want to say sometimes it's um very empowering and um manifesting and other times I'm like calling myself out on my shit um but because I do that I feel like I've been able to build such a strong relationship with myself where like <sighs> you're good I, you're good I, I, I genuinely like love myself so much. And as, as I say that, there's a little, the little voice in my head that, that's like, okay, well, there, there are some more parts of you could you could love a little bit more, you know? But then again, that's just me being real with myself. But I, I know that I still have like so much more to learn and to grow. And um, as long as I feel like I keep listening to the rhythm, my own rhythm um, and like what my heart wants that, it will be a beautiful evolutionary process. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and also as we like honor ourselves, you know, unfortunately the part of that process too is also people having a hard time with that as well. And it's not a judgment because like, we've all been that person. I've been mm -hmm. that person, you know, we've all been that person to throw judgment. <laughs> like it just, yeah. it's part of the human experience. And especially as we yeah. do like evolve and ascend and just come home to ourselves and come home to spirit and all of that stuff. Um, but as we each embrace more of that, it's like, and the pushback happens, right? Like my whole journey, even just with musical tools has been very unplanned, <laughs> very unplanned, but just kind of like just following my own compass. Right. So it's like, drums were the first thing well it really sound bowls but like I didn't like I I enjoy them I I obviously don't like work with them like in that kind <laughs> of a way I enjoy them sometimes it's nice to just have a little you know sound like at the end or beginning or sometimes you just need a little attunement whatever they're nice to have um but the drums when the drums came into my reality that was a huge moment for me 
because it was like, oh, I can use my gifts in this way. And there's drum journeying and, and that's been great. And I love my drums, but then I gravitated towards the ukulele and then now I'm going towards the flute. So it's like, I have all these tools, but there are a lot of people who might cast judgment on that or who have cast judgment on that. Right. Cause it's like, well, you're not like, like, are you like, do you drum or do you do this? And why do you have three and not one and like, right. And all the things and it's like, yeah, this is, this is just my flow. This is my magic. And we'll see where this ends up. Um, think especially for six twos. I think that's like such a thing um, for anybody who's <laughs> into human design. We're both six twos. Um, yeah. And yeah. It, it feels good to be at the point where it's just, meh, I just, I just got to honor my own magic, even if you don't understand it. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause then that happens a lot too. When people just don't understand, they feel threatened or then they want to say, Oh, you're dark or you're doing, you're like something bad about you. You're bad. <laughs> Something's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mentioned to you when we were last together, but someone recently told me, Oh, so like tea is your thing. <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's, it's something that I love and it's 100% a part of me, but like, I don't want to make anything like my thing um because there's that like one that like attachment to it but yeah. it's also so limiting when like we're all multifaceted beings and like can do so much with ourselves and our time and like I think part of what makes life beautiful is like having so much available to us and like being able to experience so many different things and like maybe the pathway for you to discover your own sacred sound is like dabbling in all these different things until you find the one that really speaks to you or or having all these different things because through them all you um that's how you speak you know what I'm trying to say <laughs> I, <laughs> I know what you're trying to say I know what you're trying to say you know having tools are, are they're they're gifts you know, it, it's really, it's a gift to have, to be able to have tools. Exactly. And that, and that's how I see it. It's like, they all have had their different wisdom and medicine and magic that they've gifted me and I've connected with and connected back with them. But now they are tools that I use moving forward when I need to, whether it's, mm -hmm. I'm just working with the earth or I'm in ceremony with family or mm -hmm. or I'm actually you know holding space for another person it's like because different people need different things right and that's the other thing it's like there's nothing wrong with wanting to just learn one thing there's nothing wrong with wanting to have like one or two disciplines if that's your path that's your path and that's that's amazing but for people who are a little bit more rainbow-esque I think it's a good way to put that even Gemini asks because it's they're actually pulling me to, into talking about 2024 in relation to that um we do need a lot of these tools because we just other people are going to need different things from us um yeah. and even when I do one-on-one -on -one sessions it's been a bit because my life's been you know what it's been <laughs> but even when I do one-on-one -on -one sessions and I'm sure you've experienced this too it's like there are times when, okay, they need cards. They, they want, they need me to pull cards. Okay. They just need me to channel. Okay. They need me to guide them through a meditation. Okay. Today that this person needs a drum, whatever it may be. Um, so it's, I think it's, I think it's a very like beautiful thing and I feel very like grateful. And I used to struggle with like feeling like that I'm doing the right things, but I mean, I feel like I've, I've worked through that already yeah. at this point. Yeah. I, yeah. Same. same. Yeah. Um, 
for for me the way that I do that is like my intuitive alchemy sessions which I do in person and then those are a little bit of me channeling and then a little bit of me using whatever tools they tell me to take with me that day um and then those are always going to be based on like whatever the person needs in that moment um yeah and I know like you and I both when we're in that space um sometimes we're like moving stuff with our hands and yeah. we, we talked about it it's like I don't even know why I'm I'm doing this but this is what I feel like I need to be doing so I'm just gonna do it and let it flow yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly exactly and that's also what makes me excited for to do ceremony with you because it's like oh I get to like do my thing and it's okay <laughs> you know because there have been times where I've been in ceremony with other people well excuse me and you already know right it's like and I start doing my thing and because, right, they don't understand it, right, then there's that, that like weirdness that happens. But I'm like, oh, I get to just like move the energy as it needs to, as it needs to be done. And that's like, that makes me so happy. Like, honestly, I am the most happiest when I'm in ceremony doing that. Like, that's when I feel the most myself and just like, I just want to do that 24 seven, honestly, if I could. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes um and then regarding 2024 you know this year we're moving into all these like choices right Jupiter being in Gemini is a huge part of that but also with Jupiter being in Gemini it's also this expansion in the realm of learning like literally in like it's a year of where this is a year to dabble this is a year to go and, and try things and like be unencumbered with trying all these different things and having it be okay to try all these different things. Um, and I think June is probably going to be the best month for that. Uh, obviously from, well, not obviously, <laughs> obviously to me, <laughs> January to April is like such a high for the collective, but June, June is going to be so Gemini. It's, we have the full moon Gemini on 6-6. We have Sun and Gemini, Mercury and Gemini, Venus and Gemini, it's like Gemini or Jupiter and Gemini, just Gemini everywhere all day long, Gemini <laughs> in June. Um, so I'm just excited to, to like embrace that and see how the collective embraces that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm hearing like sacred chaos. <laughs> oh, oh, it's going to be yeah. chaos. Oh, it's going to be chaos for sure. For sure. Um, oh, you're flashing me back to a download I had. I don't remember when, when or where I was when or where I was when this came to me but it has been in like the back of my awareness for a bit um this the concept of chaos and order right so it's like those are some just divine that's part of just divine law that I think a lot of us have learned but my guides my I'll say my team my team um they were telling me order is really an illusion like there really is no such thing as order it's really just chaos destructive chaos and constructive chaos and then just everything in between um, and it's like, oh, that actually makes like, to me, that was like, oh, that makes so much sense, right? If everything's energy and everything's constantly fluctuating, there can really be no such thing as like a, like an order to things, right? The order is the chaos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, even that pulls me to like the, the white and black and the white and black, <laughs> and, you know, that, <laughs> that we've been moving through the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so I haven't had a chance to share this on YouTube because I've been, you know, I've been recovering from, from, you know, surgery. Um, but yeah, the, the polarity theme has been really in my face, <laughs> like, like really in my face. And Ashley spent some time with me. Um, and I started, we just started to get black and white, everything like black and white birds. I started seeing black and white cars. And I mean, the cars painted black and white, not like 
separately, right? And then even today, like you said, we show up like with these colors and holding that polarity in the middle. Unity is a word for that, but like, and maybe this is something that's going to change as far as our own belief systems collectively are is concerned. Because I've also been, what's okay, right words. I want the right words for this. Mm-hmm. I've just been very aware of words. I guess is this the better way to say that? I've been very, very aware of words, and so I can tell when someone is like is coming from a thought form or a belief, and they're using certain words where I'm just like oh, there's there's something missing there. Or there's like, there's some sort of like, there's something not clicking there. Like when I, when I'm hearing people talk about this whole moving into unity and I, and I've been saying that a lot for the last few years, is it unity? Yes. But the, the duality doesn't go away. It's not like suddenly everything becomes light. It's not like everything suddenly is just dark. It's like there is this, this middle that we're learning to hold and it's, that's not bad. That's not good. And it doesn't mean that we've like failed in some sort of ascension, whatever. I just think there's been some misunderstanding or misinterpretation of like what that means to be in that place of unity, even as I'm like, like, oh, um, like using my hands and everything. Right. It's like du- duality is still a thing, but it it's not, a, it's not a bad thing. It just is. It just, it just is. Anyway, didn't mean to go on a whole tangent there. No, it, it was perfectly needed. And um, it's like in that duality that we have the human experience where we have like, I, I'm speaking from my own experience, like these dark moment, dark moments or these like traumatic things that happen or even these little like trials, all, all these different things that we go through. And it's like through those dark things, um, dark things, because <laughs> it feels yeah. weird to labor, that's dark, right? Yeah. Um, like we go through those things and then it allows us to emerge with more light and with more radiance and like just learning lessons and things along the way. And like, we wouldn't have that without duality. And like, if like part of what I believe is like my, my soul is here to like grow. Right. Uh, and, and like continuously evolve. And it's like through those obstacles, um, the evolution happens. So, yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think the better we all get at holding this, like this place of unity, when we go through those periods of ebb versus flow, it doesn't have to be hard. Right. Cause it's like, I think that, and that's also part of it too. I think people aren't really like talking about a lot and it's, oh, and I also want, I feel they're like stopping me. They're like, you need to like say this before you continue. Um, I'm not implying that anyone is wrong in their beliefs. Cause whatever anyone's beliefs are, is just where they're at. And it's just, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, there's a little bit of truth in everything, right? So this is just through the lens of, this is just through my lens and my reality. <laughs> but it just like needed to be said. Um, mm-hmm. But even as we learn to hold that place of unity more, and then we go through these ebbs, right? It's what makes it hard or what makes it like in a place of suffering is the perception of suffering, right? Mm-hmm. So if we can just hold our perceptions in that place of unity and just recognize this is just the way that energy is fluctuating, which is just very natural. And it's, and everything's going to shift either way. It's like, we don't have to stay in that place of like pain and mm-hmm. suffering. Yeah. 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 To, to um, speak on that point with my own experience, like, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I carried my daughter to seven months and she passed away from a birth defect. And, um, you know, it was a very difficult time. I did cry a lot and like felt a tremendous amount of pain and grief. And um, 
there is an aspect of me that is still like grieving all of that and like oh, yeah. wanting to be a mother. But because I held on to to that, right? Like that unity within myself, I was able to remind myself and remember like all of this is happening for a reason and in perfect timing. And I was able to find the gifts and the experience of like, now I have a little angel baby guide. And now I have like <laughs> more, more faith in the divine order of things and however things are supposed to happen. And I cultivated like, why well, I, I experienced a level of love within myself that I didn't know existed because of that love for my daughter. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like, and not to compare, you know, cause everybody's journey is different. Right, like right. people can go through an experience of child loss like that and like um, be debilitated by the pain of that. Um, and that's okay too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's okay too. Um, but for me, I, I feel like tuning into that like unified place um, within myself is what's allowed me to like love love the experience of it all yeah and love myself more through that too yeah yeah oh yes beautifully said beautifully yeah. said yeah okay. and and to be honest like do, do I want to go there <laughs> I was like I could already feel a little bit of the collective is gonna be upset if I say that but it wants to be said so we're just gonna say it um the idea of utopia is not <laughs> the right word <laughs> uh the idea of utopia i think while that can be a reality in a timeline for some people who can perceive that nothing nothing wrong with it i don't i don't find it to be potentially sustainable or even fulfilling, to be honest. <laughs> For me, it feels boring. <laughs> like I wanna, I wanna yeah. live <laughs> life, you know. Like I wanna learn new things and go new places. And like I don't know, like it just feels so monotonous um, and like conforming in a way. For me, <laughs> I, I definitely think there's a version of that. I think there's totally a version of that. Um, <laughs> oh, they're they're making me say hard things today. Um, <laughs> they wanted me to circle back to what we were talking about with unique magic versus people who are not honoring unique magic, right? It's like that's kind of the illusion of utopia, isn't it? Right, where people are just doing the same things because it's it's the light way or it's the right way, um, and that will lead to some sort of perfectionistic way of living um but wow. that's right like you, you just felt it yeah I'm even feeling like some of that like culty stuff that we, we we talked about like late last year and um yeah I have had to experience <laughs> or a touch touch not experience but touch, touch. Um, be exposed to bear, bear be witness to bear witness to in our own lives and it's just <laughs> it feels gross to even like um, <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so those things those things yeah I think I think that is the illusion of utopia and I and I understand why it appeals to certain people and again I'm not judging anyone for whoever's been you know drawn to that notion um but 
then then what's the point of being these these different little energy bubbles that <laughs> that we are right and how we can actually like work as a whole community as a whole collective as a whole machine right I forget how many years ago it was um that I I saw this like it, it was just it was a flash of a vision and it was really just trying to hit like they were really just trying to hit that point home for me of like of the uniqueness of all of us and like and it really is kind of like the perfection of almost like the human body right we're all these different little cells that make up these different muscles and organs and tissues and what have you and we may and we if we work together in that alignment right we can have this beautiful functioning collective reality mm-hmm. like yeah well I'm I'm even thinking like utopia uniqueness unity like it's all about you <laughs> like 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 you and knowing yourself um is the key to all of it yeah 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 so if I were to have a version of utopia it would be here <laughs> it would be at that vibration that frequency and I realize anybody who's listening and you can't see the visual um I'm just literally I just keep taking my hands and just putting it at my heart center is really all I keep doing um yeah if I had a version of utopia and maybe we need a different word for it I know some people use the term like golden age and all of that uh, and I think golden age is probably the most appropriate at to this point but I feel like there's another word that's going to emerge soon in the collective um but being at that place to me is probably quote unquote utopia golden yeah. age in my opinion for my utopia I guess it would be um just seeing everybody like embrace their own individualism um in a way where you can just like see how different everybody is but because we're all different connected to our hearts like we're the same you know we're all like brothers and sisters on this planet and yeah having that sense of community and responsibility for loving ourselves also will translate into loving the earth and loving each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you just heard that. Did you? Oh, I just I had a that. oh, I just had a big bang uh, after you said that. <laughs> so just just confirmation, just confirmation. Uh, oh, excuse me, shaman burps. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know me, I love to talk. I love talking to you, but I'm also I, I'm feeling that nudge from my guides of like natural close. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just. I will mention we are naturally closing now. <laughs> um, so where can people find you? Okay, so um, I'm on Instagram at Pratavika, which is spelled P-R-T-H-V-E-E-K-A. Um, it means of the earth in Hindi, um, which is like my ancestry and just like, I feel like such an essence of who I am um, is of the earth. And um, my website, I have now shifted to ashleyjagmohan.com. So it's my first and last name.com. And that's where you can book a reading, learn a little bit more about me, um, find my events and like tea ceremony. And yeah, and um, anybody's welcome to reach out. And I'm really good about emails. <laughs> <laughs> She's really good. I'm really not. <laughs> that's our duality. <laughs> yeah I, I I really like our duality because like it does work really well like the things you're really good at I want nothing to do with and, and vice vice versa so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm happy to chat and share and um yeah yeah well thank you so much for coming I like well coming being here you know the, the connecting <laughs> thank you so much for connecting um and I'm sure people are going to be excited to book channelings with you and even just tea, enjoy tea ceremony with you um I always do so I'm sure other people would too um so do you mind uh closing out the space for us 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. first, let me just uh, thank you for um, having me here and being such a dear friend and um, being a part of my life. It's truly such a gift. Oh, yeah. thank you. Ditto. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, sorry, really quick. I'll put all your information down below too for people to have easy access to as well. But just wanted to mention that because I realize if I don't, they might not look. So it's down there. Okay. Cool. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming back to a place within self of connection, we send gratitude and thanks to all that we discussed, to all present. And we close out this space in truth, in love, and ask that any downloads, epiphanies, clarity that wants to come from this discussion May it come forth with ease and grace and support of each of our own highest goods and for the highest good of all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Aho. Aho. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. And thank you for everyone who joined in on, on this, whether YouTube or elsewhere. Um, and yeah, looking forward to just, we'll see, you know, just seeing you again. Um, but also anything else that, that comes in the, in the future. So thank you. Yep. Yeah. All right. Bye guys. Take care.